This episode of Guy's Stuff is all about backpacking in the Colorado wilderness. Welcome back to Guy Stuff. I'm Trey, and I'm your host. This episode is all about a backpacking trip I took about a week ago to Colorado. It was a really fun and relaxing time, and I hope this episode, you know, will encourage and inspire people who are a bit fearful of getting outdoors and also just provide some entertainment for those folks who love to be outdoors but are not able to because of the pandemic and just 2020 in general. It's been about a week now, but the group I was with, we headed out um, from where I live. It's about a day's drive away, so we got in the car, or the van. It was actually a van because we were actually a group of 10 about. We got in the van and we um, you know, traveled out to Colorado. So I kept a detailed journal of the trip and um i know that i said in my previous episode that i was going to try to record this episode of the podcast like actually on the trail that didn't work out just because um once i was on the trail i felt like the audio quality was not going to be good because i did a few test recordings and the audio quality really was pretty bad so i might be able to put a recording the only recording actually because i deleted the other ones the only recording i have from the trail in this episode, I might not, but maybe I can stick it in at the end. Anyways, um, the first day, we drove all the way um, to a hotel. Um, no, it was an Airbnb. So Colorado Springs, um, amazing Airbnb. It was a little log cabin or log cabin condo-ish with like two bedrooms upstairs, this beautiful kitchen, little living room. Um the younger four of the group, I was part of kind of the younger four, and we would we sat out on the porch at night, and um, there was deer that would right, they would walk right into the yard, and the deer just kind of sat there and looked at us, and there was dogs and cats, I know that's normal, but you know, there was all sorts of amazing wildlife, squirrels and chipmunks, and they all kind of were doing their routine right next to the house, and it was really cool just to watch them. So we um, packed up that day and drove to the trailhead, which was about 20 miles off-roading in a 12-passenger van, which was not fun. And for those in the group who were very prone to car sickness, it kind of really sucked. Like, there was a few people who got altitude sickness the first day. It really was not fun at all. But once we got at the trailhead, it was probably about 1 o'clock. We hiked 4 miles in, and a lot of it was uphill, but the views were amazing because you'd come around a switchback, reach the top of a switchback, and you'd be presented with this amazing panorama of just where you've, where you, you know, hike from, and then, honestly, where you're going. That part was a bit depressing, because you'd look up the hill and go, oh, man. But the part, it was just beautiful. The views, I might share some of the photos at some point, I don't know, but the views were amazing. So we set up camp in this little, like, meadow, in the middle of the woods and if you walk down the trail it was kind of down a hill but like 500 feet down the hill were these rapids because a little creek ran right by our campsite this itty bitty creek that little creek dumped into this bigger creek that was um down down the trail aways so i actually went swimming the first day or the first night because we set up camp about 
2 in the afternoon, 3 in the afternoon, because we got to the trailhead at 12, I think. So we set up camp by 2. It was just beautiful, this beautiful meadow. There was birds flying around. There was a breeze coming down kind of this little valley that we hiked down. It was just really pretty, and it was really relaxing. So I actually set my tent up right under this huge boulder that kind of stuck out from the hill, and we climbed up a few of us climbed up that boulder and we sat on top of it and it was probably a good 30 feet high maybe more we sat on top of this boulder and it was the perfect spot because the sun would hit the boulder in the afternoon and um it was a perfect spot to dry off after i went swimming and i needed that because i went swimming that first day i just jumped into the creek and that creek was freezing you could literally look up to the mountains and see oh wow there's the snow this creek is coming from because there was still snow on some of the peaks um, around us, and that was where, you know, the creek was melting off and coming from. And that water was, wow, colder than probably 40-degree water. It was freezing water. And it was fine as long as you were in direct sunlight. But as soon as a little breeze picked up and came through that valley, it got very cold very fast. So, which would have been great if it was like 90 degrees outside, but it was... I don't know. It was 70 at the hottest, so it probably was around 60 degrees when I went swimming the first day. But, you know, it it was fine. I didn't catch hypothermia. I'm alive. I am have all my faculties in order, I think. haven't double-checked, but I'm alive. But then that night we ate supper, and there was a thunderstorm. And we were um, just kind of sitting around talking, and it started just pouring rain out of nowhere. And two of the girls on our trip had never been backpacking before, and they didn't know, well, I mean, they might have known, they just didn't do it beforehand. They didn't know you were supposed to put everything smellable in a bear bag, and they didn't have their bear bag hung before it started pouring rain. So we ended up having to get their bear bag hung in the pouring rain, and yeah... Oh, that was terrible. I ended up soaking wet in my tent, freezing. So I had a rain jacket on, and then a fleece on, and then a base layer on. So I had to take off a few layers. But my skin was dry, but some of my outer layers were soaking wet. So um, I had to warm up in my sleeping bag. But after I warmed up, I slept amazing. It was a great night's sleep, for camping at least. I mean, I woke up like 10 times in the night, but it was a great night's sleep for camping. But I woke up the next morning, and it was very wet, and everything at camp, if it wasn't in a tent, was soaked because it rained, like, periodically throughout that entire night. So I woke up and kind of waited for the meadow to dry out a bit, and um, one of the girls in our group was very into yoga, so we all did yoga in the meadow just kind of to warm up in the morning, and actually... It wasn't too bad. I actually quite enjoy yoga now that I had a bit of an introduction into it. But um, we did yoga and just kind of packed up the items that were sitting around for a day hike. Because we kept that same base camp for another night, but we were going for an eight-mile day hike in the day. So we went on this hike to this place called Refrigerator Gulch, which was this little valley i guess with the little river in it it was not a very majestic ending to a hike because we got to a drop off when we went down into this big valley 
and took forever to get down there but once we did it was like this cute little stream and this you know little cave and it was cool but it wasn't like majestic and amazing so we ate lunch there i went swimming again and then um we hiked out and on the way back we we did get our majestic view because there was this huge overlook um at one point so that was really pretty and we all got pictures there it was you know kind of a nice moment but then we um had to hike all the way back to camp which by the end we were singing living on a prayer and don't stop believing and we're not really singing them just kind of half singing them and making fun of the songs at the same time which they're amazing songs nothing to make fun of but you know we it was we were all super tired so we got back to camp and it was a beautiful clear night and you know the sunset it everyone was kind of quiet but then I stargazed with a few of the people on the trip and it was super clear and because of we were up in the mountains there wasn't much light pollution and it was just beautiful. There was stars, this huge blanket of stars. There was little shooting stars that would streak across the sky and it was just really pretty and super relaxing. So after that when I went to bed it was pretty cold but I didn't think it was too bad but it got below freezing that night, which we were not expecting. It was supposed to stay in the 40s at night, and it dipped pretty well below freezing, I'd say, because we were all very, very cold in our sleeping bags. Um, I, at one point, woke up and attempted to shove my pillow into the hole of my sleeping bag, and I realized that I would probably die. So I decided that I would rather stay alive and be cold than die of carbon dioxide poisoning but it was a hard decision so yeah it was pretty cold but we woke up the next morning and kind of ran around and climbed ridges to find the sun because when you're camping you're up at 6 a.m and you kind of have not nothing to do but it's until the sun warmed up the valley it was very very cold and we all ran around and played games and tried to do anything we could to warm up and a few of us climbed this big hill and found a meadow, another meadow, which was pretty cool, with a little patch of sun in it. And um, I ended up laying out in the sun for half an hour because it was very, very cold. After I climbed back down the mountain, um, I packed up my Alps Mountaineering Mystique 1.5 man tent. And I'm mentioning this very specifically because... I really enjoyed it. Um, when I released my last episode, I hadn't really tested it, so I didn't know if I liked it or not, but it was a new tent for me. I ordered it um, off REI, and I really enjoyed it. The twin vestibules worked really well, and for those who don't know, those are like the little balcony or porch areas off the side that you can put shoes and stuff in that are protected by the rain fly. Um, it's a 1.5 man on the inside, so I ended up having like little bits of gear on either side of me uh, I laid out my clothes for the next day, or I kind of set them over there and had some tech. My camera and my phone would sit next to me on the other side. And it was room for all my gear. And I threw my backpack in the bottom of the tent um, because I don't like leaving it in the vestibule. So it worked really well. I really enjoyed it. But um, the other thing I really like about it is it's a breeze to pack up. It fits right back into its pouch super easily, which is pretty rare um, as far as the tents I've bought goes. So I'm super happy with it. But after I packed it up, we hiked 
out of that valley. It was probably a good two and a half mile hike um, back to this campsite that we'd passed on the hike in. It was this little campsite next to, like directly next to this kind of bigger stream. It was even bigger than the one up in the mountains. And it was a very lazy stream. And it was probably 15, 20 feet wide, you know, at the widest point. Well, no, it actually probably got out to 40 at some points because it would split and there would be an island in the middle. But at the end of that was a beaver dam. And beavers um, are known for carrying Gideria, uh, however you say that, the disease that gives you um, diarrhea and doesn't bode well with your stomach. So I decided not to go swimming because that's one of the main ways you can get it is by, you know, getting water in your system that's not filtered. So I decided not to go swimming that and it was really cold. Um, but I kind of set out in the evening and it was just beautiful. It was this very picturesque valley. Our last campsite had been kind of small. It was a very cozy campsite, but this one was like right in the middle of this huge valley and there was trees on either side of the valley. It was actually quite a hike down into it and it was just super picturesque and very, you know, it was kind of, it's the kind of thing you expect to see when you're backpacking. It was very pretty, and we um, actually had, there was a fire pit there that already had chairs set up, so we actually did manage to snag some seats at that second campsite because someone had made a bushcraft bench. It was just really nice to have a place to sit. It was just a really beautiful campsite. That night, I actually climbed up one of the mountains on the side um, to watch the sunset, and I couldn't watch the sunset because there was a higher mountain in the way, but I did see the dust kind of reflecting off the rocks, and it was still pretty nonetheless. So I really enjoyed it, the second campsite, because after that campsite, we just hiked out that day to the van and, you know, left after that. The last campsite I really enjoyed, too. I liked them both. They were both really cool. But um, after we slept at that second campsite, we packed up the next day, and we really only had one adventure in that second campsite, and that was that we saw a fire nearby. And um, in case you haven't been in to Colorado recently, there is a fire ban on all fires. No open fires in any part of the wilderness, I think, in Colorado. So we saw this fire, and it turned out to be some teens who started a fire, and they were out there by themselves, but they had started this fire, and... Apparently they knew the law and they just didn't care. So we hung out by their fire because it was warm and they were kind of cool kids. And we just kind of hung out with them for a bit. And then we hiked back to our campsite. And it doesn't sound like much, but um, one of the kids actually had a machete and did not know how to use it at all. He was swinging around like a madman. So um, very glad we turned on our headlamps in the woods and not in their campsite because we snuck all the way up on them. Not really intentionally. We were just kind of quiet in the woods. And they didn't know we were there until we were like 15 feet away from them. But um, two lessons from that story. Be careful in the woods. Be aware. Not that anybody is going to sneak up on you. But just be aware of animals and wildlife. Second story. Always alert people to your presence. Or second moral, I guess. Always alert people to your presence when you're close to them. Because in Colorado, we didn't know if they had weapons or not, and we were very glad we did alert them to our presence. But anyways, after the hike out, we um, got in the van and drove to, I think, the first Walmart we were at. We went inside, and I ate, and ate, and ate. And for the 24 hours after that trip, I think I ate about 6,000 calories 
just because of how hungry I was. I had plenty of food with me on the trip, but when I was in the mountains, I just didn't feel like eating. Like, I ate probably half of what I normally did for most of those meals. But then when I got back to civilization, I was starving. And I ate Subway and bags of snacks that would normally take me a week or two to finish. I ate in two days or less than a day. Um, and then pints of ice cream and McDonald's and all sorts of stuff. I just ate and ate. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of natural that you would be super hungry after something like that. But it's just something to be aware of if you do go backpacking that you will be really hungry afterwards. Um, but that was kind of the end of the trip. I really enjoyed it. Closing up my journal right here. Um, I really liked the trip. I thought it was a very fun and a very relaxing getaway because the world is a bit crazy just with the pandemic and everything at the moment. So I really enjoy backpacking and whether or not you're a backpacking person per se, I would like to say that you should try it. Even if you're not a outdoorsy person, the um, Great Value, the Walmart brand or Ozark's Trail, whatever the Walmart brand of tents is, sells like tents and sleeping bags for hardly any money at all. And just a night in the woods is really super relaxing, and it's an amazing experience. And even if you're not really into camping or backpacking, it's something that I recommend everyone try at least once. And even if none of your close friends are into it, you probably have a friend who is kind of into it and would be willing to loan you some of his older gear or be willing to um, go with you. And... I would recommend finding someone you know who really likes camping and just going on a camping trip with them and just seeing what it's like because it really is super enjoyable and I hope everyone will get a chance to experience it at least once. Hopefully you'll get snagged into it like I was and maybe it can become a new hobby because at the moment there's not a ton of stuff as far as entertainment goes just with COVID-19. So Maybe it could be something you could do because most of the national campgrounds at the moment are opening back up. But if you do go, I have a few tips. The first tip I have is bring toilet paper. Um, that's something I did very specifically on this trip was I brought toilet paper with me. Um, I brought the toilet paper to go. It's at Walmart. It comes with these little plastic tubes, and it's I like it. It's like a buck and a half, and it's way smaller than a normal roll of toilet paper. A battery or a charger of some sort for your phone because um, if that dies you're kind of screwed as far as like calling or contacting people goes and if you're gonna be out there by yourself make sure somebody in civilization knows where you're at at all times just in case um, you have an emergency I hope that is helpful to you and I hope that everyone gets a chance to go camping but now that the episode is over, I do have a few things to mention as far as announcements relating to Guy Stuff goes. I have an Instagram account for Guy Stuff now. Um, it's called a Guy Stuff Podcast, um, all lowercase, all one word, a Guy Stuff Podcast. That A is super important because there are a few other Instagram accounts because I couldn't get Guy Stuff Podcast or the Guy Stuff Podcast. Those are already taken, so it's a Guy Stuff Podcast. And um, I'm going to be posting some um, polls and some different things to get some more listener participation. So I hope you can follow that. And as always, if you enjoyed the episode, please give me a shout out to your friends um, or share me on social media. 
Now that I have an Instagram account, you can um, tag me in some of your posts. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share with your friends, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.